With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. <laughs> yes, the studio audience is here today, and they've uh, they've uh, offered us that applause. It's a it's a new thing we're trying out. I've just hired some people to stand around and applaud. <laughs> not, not right now, guys. You gotta you gotta wait till I finish a sentence or something. That's. Uh, well, well, we'll work on that. Uh, good afternoon, everyone, or morning or evening or whatever time it may be, depending on where you are in the world and if you're listening to the show in the archive or live right now on November 14, 2010. My name is Rick Lupert. I'm the proprietor of the Poetry Superhighway. The Poetry Superhighway, it's, it's a major online resource and publication for poets and writers, and it was all my idea. Ha-ha! <laughs> Sorry. I uh, got a little on hand there. Um, but anyway, so uh, what's the deal with the show? Basically, every single month, you are invited to call in and read a poem and possibly tell us a little bit about your world in poetry. Maybe it's uh, readings that you frequent in your community. Maybe you've got a new book out that you want to talk about or tell us about your website or some kind of special poetry-oriented uh, project that you'd like to share with us. But most importantly, that, you, that you've got a poem to read. Uh, we do this every single month, and this is the third or fourth year that we've been doing it. I, I lose track in my old age as to exactly how long things have been going on. So every single month it ha- this happens, uh, except, of course, for last month, in which we were, uh, instead of doing our regular open reading, we had a special show in which we broadcast the winners of the 13th Annual Poetry Superhighway Poetry Contest. So congratulations again to those folks. You can go online and click on... 2010 contest to see who those folks were. You can read their work. Uh, one more. Uh, we're you know a month after the contest at this point, but it was it was a big deal. Uh, uh, a lot of people entered. Um, many sponsors donated prizes. Our judges worked their their poetry reading heinies off, uh, reading poetry and scoring all the poems that came in. So I just want to say thanks to everyone involved with the contest in any way. Um, our sponsors are the deadline to. To get out your prizes that that uh, passed a couple of weeks ago, and about 85% of the sponsors actually have followed through with that. There's a few I need to send a pointed follow-up email to. So if that's one of you, uh, look for that soon. So uh, here that brings us to the agenda for the day: you and your poetry. So do call in. The number is area code 646-716-7362. Um, and I'd like to get to our first caller who is uh, from the 315 area code. Hello. Uh, hi, Rick. Yeah. Hi, Rick. This is Nick Patron. I'm the, uh, hey, Nick. How you I'm doing? Wonderful. How are you? I'm I good. You were, uh, you were actually the winner of our uh, poetry contest. How how cool that you end up being the first caller. Yeah, uh, I wanted to make sure I got through. Um so I, I guess I'm going to go ahead and read this poem, if that's okay with you. That'd be great. Okay. Uh, this is entitled Beauty Unsung. You can't brag to the guys at the bar about banging your wife. Romantically, frantically, upside down in paradise, drunk inside a cage, a cave, or on the moon. In a monsoon or tenderly for the first time in a week. It's still your wife. And no one wants to hear about old, stable, sensible affection when their lives have so many chains already. But bang the bar slut that'll bang a billiard cue in a pinch, or for kicks. There's not a mount high enough for your sermon. Jesus will never see the way she runs, and she doesn't know you're watching her first steps towards the twilight. Never know the taste of the marathon salt that flavors her neck, because I wouldn't let her shower first. The way her mop in the morning reminds me of childhood. The way her unmade face divulges her freckled cheekbones. The way she wears a pregnancy like product. Talks and tenders wit every time the wind blows somewhere. With lips so full, the moon gives up at half for fear of failing to move us. 
the way she trains head guards to handle being sexy. She teaches heels how to walk with grace. But there's no one else to sing her, which is sad. Of course, the fool who tries to hum my tune, they find his teeth passing sad. Great, Nick. Um, congratulations on, on winning the contest. You know, there were uh, well over 500 entries, so the fact that your poem rose to the very top of the pile, uh, chosen by three judges who had never met before and uh, who, you know, your name wasn't wasn't a part of the poem when, when I sent it to them, it's really quite an achievement. Um, so, so big congratulations to you. Well, thank you very much, Rick. And I read some of the, uh, uh, some of the other poems that were... Uh, you're on there, and, and certainly some some wonderful stuff. So I was I, I got to be honest with you, I was a little bit uh, a little bit surprised um, that that it did that well, but uh, certainly you know, ecstatic about it. So thank you, and thank you to all your sponsors. Um, what a great thing this is! Really, really cool thing. Yeah. Now you live in in Syracuse, is that right? Syracuse, New York. That that's right. You said something about uh, you used to live out here at one point in your life. Is that right? I did. I I spent my my family is from there, and I lived there for about six years between third and and eighth grade. And I I still go back, um, you know, every year or or so. Um, and it's it's actually I hadn't been in quite a while. And then a few years ago, I got back for the first time in like twenty years, and it was it was really amazing to just to be there. I I don't know. If you live there, if you think Syracuse is such an amazing place, but um, it was definitely a, a, a journey uh, for me to to be there and to spend time there and to see all the old places and that kind of thing. I actually did a couple of poetry readings on a couple of different trips uh, there. There's a there's a coffee place downtown um, where there used to be a weekly reading. Maybe you know about it that a woman named Jane Cassidy ran before she left town. Uh, oh no. Yeah, and then a year or two ago, I, I read as part of the publication of a of an anthology called "The Good Things About America," um, which which came out on Right Bloody Press, and I was in Syracuse and managed to set up a reading there, which happened at the at the YMCA. Do you do you participate in any any uh, any readings in in Syracuse? Actually, I, I was just going to bring up the uh, the YMCA uh, Downtown Writing Center. That, that's kind of a cool thing we have going on here in Syracuse. And uh, I, I took a few workshops uh, this past summer. I don't generally have the time during the uh, during the school year. I'm a, a social studies teacher, but uh, yeah, it really inspired me to start uh, reconnecting with uh, poetry, which I've written all my life, and you know, start submitting some poems for you know potential publication and things of that nature. But it's uh, it's a nice thing to have for those of us who want to take our, our writing seriously, but just are not at a point in our lives where, you know, we can say uh, apply to an MFA program or something of that nature. So, um, right. You know, those those listeners that might be from uh, you know Central New York area, this is uh, it's definitely something to take advantage of. And that's the the Downtown Writers Center, which meets in a or which is located in the YMCA building downtown. That is correct, sir. Cool. Well, um, Nick, I'm so glad that you that you had the chance to call in. Um, this show happens every month, and I hope you consider calling in again. And, and again, big congratulations on your first-place win in the contest. Well, thank you very much. Again, you know, thank you for the opportunity to uh, share my poetry, uh, both on your, on, on your webpage and uh, reading it. I hope I didn't do too terribly. <laughs> and, uh, no one died as a result, so I think you know we're in, we're in good shape. All right, great. Sounds good. All right, Nick, take it easy. Thanks again for calling in. That's That's, uh, Nick Patrone calling from Syracuse, New York. Uh, That wasn't prearranged, by the way. He just uh, happened to have been the first caller. He was, he wasn't, I guess he, he wasn't able to listen or to call into the winner's announcement uh, in which uh, if, if any of the top 10 scoring folks happened to be listening, I invited them to call in. Of course, they didn't know that they were going to win or score in the top 10, so, uh, uh, but Nick uh, made a point of calling back this month, and and you heard his first place poem. You can read all three of the top uh, uh, of the of the winners of the contest if you click on Past Poets of the Week. And I think uh, it's just a few. Um, well, actually, you know what? Uh, better uh, click on uh, 2010 Poetry Contest, and you can read all about the contest. And there's a link directly to their poetry. If you missed last month's show or any other show, if you just get get bored during the uh, the the uh, the long, dry spell between Poetry Superhighway Live 
shows. Uh, you can you can listen to any of our past shows in the archive at blogtalkradio.com slash PSH. They're all there. Um, but in particular, I want to highlight last month's show um, in which the winners were announced because a couple of the uh, people who were in the top ten positions were able to call in and read, which was very cool and exciting. And uh, and the, a couple of the judges were on as well, and they, they talked about the experience of judging the contest. And uh, so there you go. That's available for you uh, online as well. Moving along uh, to our next caller, uh, the number to call in, by the way, is 646-716-7362. Um, on the air now is a caller from the 908 area code. Hello. I am honored, your governor. <laughs> How you doing, Rick? I'm good. Thank How are you? you? Okay, Rick. It was a nice contest. Uh, it was a re- real nice, and I enjoyed my gift. I'm sorry I didn't win, but it calls to mind uh, a, a, a quote from a, a, a congressional candidate in California who lost his race in 1964. And he faces the camera. And by the way, this is the most honest thing a politician has ever said. He faces the camera. He goes, the people have spoke. The bastards. (laughs) 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 Just kidding, just kidding. I I really like my... Go ahead. Yeah, for the audience who isn't psychic, I thought I would just mention uh, that this is David Nebs calling from Newark, <laughs> New Jersey. I happen to recognize your voice because you're a regular uh, feature here on the Poetry Superhighway line. Yeah, uh, I, I, uh, I come back every month like menopause, <laughs> like like uh, like menstruation. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I hope that menopause is not a monthly occurrence. Uh, I've only no, 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 menopause, uh, the other thing that comes monthly. Anyway, this uh, you inspired the piece that I'm about to read now. I'm just going to get right to it. I, I I wrote it in New Paltz, New York. I just came back from there, and uh, I spent a week there. And, uh, it's called Conversation with a Cabbie, The End of the World. It's in three parts. Part one, the end of the world is soon upon us. You may ask, how? By tsunami or earthquake? Maybe through fire, famine, or pestilence. Maybe by worldwide karaoke night. Might also the end of the world be brought about by a growing army of quasi-illiterate street poets from my old website who blanket and subjugate the earth with crappy verse? Oh, no, none of the above. Rather, I know that it is the end of time as you and I know it, when Mr. T appears on television as the star of the infomercial with a bubbly, peroxide-bleached, good housekeeping, seal-approved, stereotypical, neutral-gendered superwoman who is a CEO who can cook, clean, and make the world forget that the word sex is even a legitimate entry in Funk and Wagnall's dictionary. So perfect. Two. However, this is not about her, but about the end of the world as symbolized by Mr. T, who is the new spokesperson for the latest infrared transsexual cooking device, which reportedly also cleans and conjugally gratifies orally. As Mr. T, with customary Bushman do, and warrior-like aggressive attire, opens his mouth, as outdrips alien sweetness, extolling the virtues of this health and miracle machine. As he struggles with every sinew of his body, the clenched teeth of engraved smile across plaster face. Oh yes, Mr. T is dancing for dollars. As long as there is rent to pay, candy to buy, and bling bling to wear, the end must indeed be near. Three, the obvious war within Mr. T pits all of his involuntary muscles against the instinct to survive and the need for self-preservation. In the midst of obvious upheaval and poorly concealed internal rebellion, he manufactures childlike joy at having discovered the latest transsexual 
revolutionary infrared cooking marvel, the plasticine phony Mr. T. Wait a second. Isn't he just like many of my dear poet friends at my old website? <laughs> Mr. T contorts under the strain, leers squintingly at his ebullient co-host, and then goes on to say, Who's going to spend good money on this dinky-ass bullshit? You must be high. Bitch, get your nasty, white-bred, Aussie-inherited ass out my motherfucking face before I rub your motherfucking ears together. Bitch! <laughs> Epilogue. Ah, all is indeed well with the world at last. And then I wake up. <laughs> oh, David. Uh, I don't even know where to begin with that one. Um, I, I do agree that the end of the world might be brought about by a worldwide karaoke. Um, and and I, was, I, was, I was thinking about the song, I'd like to teach the world to sing... In perfect yeah. harmony, I, I, which I actually think, uh, you know, I'd kind of like just to start. I'd like to teach the world to sing in tune. You know, might be a better place to start. Um, so, uh, and I do love a, a poem about Mr. T. So, well done, David. Thanks so much. For that. <laughs> hey, hey, thank you. Listen, do you got any of those little men, the same ones that you hired to clap? Do you have any that throw fruit, fruit too? <laughs> and uh, you know, and it's, it's it's one thing at a time, uh, really. Because you, you have to remember, this is radio. So if if you're calling from Newark and they're here yeah. with fruit in California, I I have to buy them plane tickets. I have to send them yeah, out there. And by the time they're throwing the fruit, that, it's two days. They have to have a hell of an arm. <laughs> right. They have to be able to really throw that fastball. Mm-hmm. Anyway, throw that fruit. Anyway, Rick, uh, I'll let you get going and. Uh, I'll see you next month, and I'll follow the rest on the web. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, uh, David. Thank Mary's you so much, from, uh, Thank you. From from Newark, New Jersey, with, with an impassioned reading of his new poem, which <laughs> somehow I inspired uh, about Mr. T and, and the various ramifications of of the existence of Mr. T, etc. So there you go. The number to call in is 646 7362. Plenty of time to call in and read your poem. We'd love to hear about what's going on in your poetry community, etc. Uh, moving now to a caller from, let's see, the 614 area code. Hi. Uh, hello, Rick. This is Nicole Nicholson from Columbus, Ohio. Hey, Nicole. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, what about you? I'm doing good, thanks. Welcome back to the show. All right. Yeah, I've been away for a few months. I've been rather busy, but I'm glad to be rejoining everyone again tonight. Uh, And we're glad to have you. Um, uh, Do you you have a poem for us? Yes, I do. Um, Actually, um, I just wanted to make a kind of brief announcement. The poem I'm about to read is from a collection that actually won an award. I submitted a collection called Novena, to the um, what they call the Anka Foundation, and they hold their Naturally Autistic Awards every year. And this was the first year that they did the awards internationally, and I happened to win in the Adult International Literary category. So I wanted to share a poem from that collection, and this one's called Water. How did I begin? I'll tell you. Picture me, eight years old, sailor girl, trying to traverse the seas by a boat made out of books. I kept travel logs in my head, piling them on top of each other until upon completion they made ionic columns feel ashamed of their own shortness. Now move forward and do it again. Fourteen years old, enchanted by Maya Angelou, my eyes as puppet strings. How a word could lift a finger, lift an arm, lift my head. You might already know how easy it is to sew together pages and write them to Africa. I did it to find out what kind of dust my DNA is made out of. On a ship hull made out of Alex Haley, I wore a hat made out of Leif Erikson, Christopher Columbus, and Esteban. I am still looking for the tree made out of my twice great-granddaddy's name, and when I find it, I will chop it down, build a schooner, and sail back to my motherland. 
When I reach that coast, I will travel up its arm to find my sisters, match their wood up to my own, and then call them mine. Move forward again now. I am 16 years old. I built a new boat out of granite, marble, and alabaster. I plundered the curves of Dionysus's face, ripped the congregation of curls out of Apollo's hair, stole Jason's mainsail, and hoisted it up on my own ship. And when that boat sunk, I weaved Persian carpets made out of comet tails and buried my face inside their fire and dust. I thought that I could breathe in God, fill my lungs with something other than spit wads, color lines, and stab wounds tattooed on me from school days, shoved into lockers full of switchblades, all open-jawed and hissing my name. But instead of wondering why black and white had to be opposites, I stuck with questions, like why Jupiter wore red around his waist, and if it was a contact injury from fighting Saturn for his own manhood. I ached for emergence, pushing against the membranes, trying to erupt from my town's belly like his brothers. But it was all that I could do not to suffocate inside, and then slide out stillborn instead. How do you run from fire? You dive head first into books to escape the open bloody maw of every Saturn around every street corner inside of a town that wants to swallow you whole. Build boats out of your own lungs. Grow gills before you drown. Or if you can't, slice the sides of your own neck and make them yourself. You'll have to try to breathe through the blood. And if you do this, maybe you'll live to see 18. But these days, I barely tread water. I used to wonder if I would see the world outside of that town. You must know that there is a concrete wall in between my ears, bearing all of my scratched out days. That is how I killed years with the Chinese death of a thousand cuts. Did you dream like me? Fill your neck and tell me if you don't feel the raised up half-moon scars where you dug in your own knife. Yes, that is the proof. You said it best. No one here gets out alive. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole, and congratulations on, on your achievement in that contest as well. Tell us the name of the contest again. Well, the uh, Anka Foundation, which is a, a kind of outgrowth from Anka Consulting, they hold the Naturally Autistic People Awards every year. Now, they've done this within Canada for the last 15 years, but in 2010, they expanded submissions to the United States and Australia and the United Kingdom. And uh, there are several co categories for the Naturally Autistic Awards. Uh, one is film, one is visual arts, one is uh, music slash performing arts, and another is uh, the literary category. And um, the founders of ANCA hold these awards to showcase the talents of people on the autism spectrum. And it's not, it's nowhere near the okay awards down at the local high school. It's a very professional, very, shall we say, mainstream kind of event. And the awards was held in Canada in Vancouver back in October. I wasn't able to attend, but I'll be getting my award very soon. And additionally, because I'm one of the winners, I'm an ambassador for the foundation for the next year. That's great. Well, big congratulations to you on that. It sounds very, uh, very exciting. It is. I'm very much looking forward to the upcoming year. Great. Is there, um, before I let you go, do you, do you have anything going on in Columbus you want to mention? Well, um, we basically have the, uh, we have our poetry nights, which are very open and are very active here in the Columbus area. Um, if I'm correct, we're going to be having Women of the World Poetry Slam uh, finals in uh, two or three of the open mics within the next month or so. I have to admit, due to my schedule, I've not been keeping up very much with the local poetry scene, but I'm vaguely aware of what's been going on. Uh, so as soon, if I hear more uh, headed our, if I hear more news headed my way, I'll be sure to share it with the uh, Poetry Superhighway community. Sounds great. Well, good to hear your voice again. It's been a while. And again, congratulations on all that. And uh, we'll talk with you again soon. All right. Thanks a lot. No problem. That's uh, Nicole Nicholson calling from Columbus, Ohio, a uh, 
a repeat caller. We haven't heard from her in a, in a few months. Glad to have uh, glad to have regulars uh, a part of the a part of the show, uh, uh, expanding our own community of of people. So the number to call in is six four six seven one six seven three six two. Plenty of open lines. Thirty five minutes left in the show. So definitely, if you call in now, you're going to have the chance to read a poem to whoever's listening. And of course, all the shows get archived for the rest of time. I guess until. Uh, until the sun goes nova and the planet is destroyed, in which uh, case all of this will probably uh, uh, go away, or maybe somehow we'll figure out how to shoot it into outer space for the benefit of, benefit of, uh, of uh, culturally literate uh, aliens who will discover it billions of years in the future. Anyway, that is an aside. Uh, moving right along now to a caller from the, uh, let's see, the 863 area code. Hello. Um, hello, Rick. Um, this hello. is Noreen. This, hello, this is Noreen Ann Jenkins from Lake Hi, Wells, Florida. Hello, Hi, how you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Okay, I have a poem tonight. It's called Forget. Okay, um, okay. Forget what people say. Just believe in yourself and your dreams. Forget what people say. Go by your instincts. Go with your heart. Forget what people say. It is only words. You know it ain't so. Forget what people say. Only you know your feelings. That's what counts. Forget what people say. Listen to your heart. Listen to God and your angels. Then forget what people say. The end. Mm -hmm. Great, Noreen. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. You got anything uh, you want to mention before I let you go? Um, Yes. Um, I, I have another book out. It's an e-book. My husband and I, we have it together. And it's called Please Will Someone Just Love Me? And you can find it on Scribd.com. S-C-R-I-B-D. Okay, and, and, and it's a backslash Noreen and Jenkins. And it's, a, it's $6 for the e-book. Fantastic. Well, well, good luck with that. I, I, hope, uh, I hope you get rich off, uh, off of it. Okay, thank, thank you. And in my in, in my official website is um, noreenandjenkins.webs.com. Great. So everyone should go and mm-hmm. check that out. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, enjoy uh, the rest of your uh, your evening in Lake Wells, Florida, and and we'll talk with you again. Yes, I'll see you next month. Okay. okay. Bye. Uh, thank you. Yeah, and thank you. And and Rick. And I want to thank you for having me here. And I and, oh, it, and I and I enjoy the show very much. Oh, it's really my pleasure. I'm I'm glad you enjoy it. Okay, thank you. Sure. Okay, yeah. That was uh, Noreen Ann Jenkins calling from Lake Wells, Florida. Another regular here on Poetry Superhighway Live. Give us a call. You've got a poem sitting there you want to read. I can I can see it there uh, out my window uh, through the various uh, 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 mirrors I have set up, which go right to your house. Um, and I promise I, I only uh, uh, look at the poetry lying on your chart and, and not you in your underwear or anything of that nature. Give us a call. The number is 646-716-7362. I guess you could email me pictures of you in your underwear if you want, but that's uh, it's really your choice. It's uh, Anyway, sorry. Um, uh, we've got a couple more people on the line. Uh, you should call in as well and read read your poetry. Um our next caller, we've got actually two callers from the 818 area code uh, in the queue here in a row. So not to confuse you two, uh, the first one will be uh, 818-654. Hello, 818-654, or 854, sorry. Rick, John Epstein. Hey, John, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good, thanks. How about How about this weather, huh? It's a, it's a, it's a hot winter day. In, it's uh, like in 80. Texas. It's amazing. I agree. I uh, I um I truly think it is amazing. San Fernando Valley at the best. So uh, my piece is called Anger Management, and goes like this: I was a busted boiler, waiting to blow, and finally did when Babs, the restaurant manager, took up with Ron Kovic's publicist. His political prowess was more seductive than my younger loins. She asked me for her key back, and I knew we were through. Not that I could blame her. 
I was awful at living a double life. Babs was no dummy and caught on. I said I was vegetarian, but was eating pussy and hamburgers on the side. She also didn't appreciate the way I treated her girls, the hash-slingers. When it was reported that I had anger issues, the owner of the veggie joint sent me to Est. The self-help didn't take. I quit the restaurant and became a file clerk at a Japanese trading company, which was just another shade of purgatory. Hmm. <clears throat> nice, John. Um, uh, uh, <clears throat> are you uh, anger management? Are you doing okay with that? <laughs> I'm doing a lot better, yeah. Because I'm getting a little mad just thinking about it. Well, <laughs> there you go. How's life for you uh, in poetry here in Southern California? Um, you know, I haven't been doing a lot. Um, I've been writing a bunch, but uh, mainly working on my memoir. So I have been missing out on readings and such. But I will give a quick plug to C.W. Emerson, who I believe came in second place in the contest, who is a feature at uh, Ron Dvorkin's uh, November, last Saturday, November reading at Borders in Canoga Park. So I'm very excited about that. I will be introducing C.W. as he's my good friend. And um, that should be a blast. Didn't you, you you kind of introduced him to the Poetry Superhighway, didn't you? I did, actually, yes. But you must be awfully proud that, that he came in uh, so, he did so well in the contest. Well, you know what, I, I was really I was really happy for him. And, and like any, you know, sibling rivalry, I was, uh, you know, quite upset that that he swept second place, and I, I didn't place at all. But what are you going to do? Uh, write more poems about anger management? There, there <laughs> may be. I don't know. I th- you know, I think I actually submitted that one. It's well, possible. I submitted, I submitted a number of them, but, you know, out of 500, what are you going to do? It's not like fishing out of a barrel. No, it's not. Um, uh, it'd be, that'd be an easier contest, and you'd get wet and possibly an apple. Well, that that sounds fun. Cool. Well, so you're working on a memoir. Yeah, I've been working on it for a couple of years. I'm kind of getting close to the submittable manuscript. But man, I'm telling you, the further I come along with it, it seems like the further away, uh, further away from finishing it, I am. Hmm. Why do you say that? Well, just because I, the more I write, the more things I uncover that I wish. Well, should I include that? Should I not include that? So. You know, you get closer to what you think is the finality, and more is discovered. So, the further from the finality you actually become. It, is it easier to include everything and then to go back and take out what you don't, you know, rather than um, have given it a chance to start with? Or? You know, I, I don't know. That, that's a good question. Um, I started with a very broad outline. Uh, chronologically, and have just been kind of plugging away, plugging away at it in kind of a patchwork, quilt work, you know, type of method. Because um, otherwise, it's so overwhelming. But um, it's been going good, and it's really the process um, that's, I think, the biggest payoff, as opposed to you know, trying to reach a destination. So, who knows? Well, that's definitely one of my philosophies in life. You know, the important part of the journey is not the destination; it's the journey. So. Well, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I I really agree with that. Well, great chatting, and uh, look forward to seeing you soon. And, Likewise, uh, thanks, thanks a lot for thanks calling for all me, you, John. Thanks, thanks for all that you do. My pleasure. Take care. You too, uh, John Epstein, calling from here in Southern California, letting us know about his uh, the memoir that he's working on, and uh, and uh, just an interesting connection there. You know, occasionally someone will recommend someone else to the Poetry Superhighway and say, you know, hey, can you add this person's email to the list or whatever? And and, and John um, uh, sent C.W. Emerson our way, who uh, entered our contest and came in second. So that's uh, it's pretty extraordinary, a, a great, you know, a great connection there. So uh, thanks for spreading the word, uh, John, and, uh, and uh, C.W., excuse me, C.W., if you're out there listening, hi to you too, and congratulations Again on that. Um, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. We're moving to that promised second caller from the 818 area code. Hi. Hey, Rick. It's C-Dub here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? My God. I'm doing good. How are you? 
I'm doing great. It's great to hear my buddy John Epstein, and I second him in uh, thanking you for all that you do. It's just a terrific, uh, it's a t- terrific show, and you just really put poetry out there on the front lines. It's wonderful. So thank you. Yeah, I just wish people would stop shooting at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you're on the front line, my friend. <laughs> it does. So, uh, so cool. You live in uh, Studio City, is that right? Yeah, I'm here in uh, North Hollywood Valley Village Studio City area. Okay. And, I like uh, to give people a sense of where, where people are calling in from since, uh, of course, the show is open to everyone in the world to call in. Uh, but always cool to hear from, from local local folks. And uh, San Fernando Valley, beautiful today, like uh, my buddy Mr. Epstein is saying, and about 80 degrees here, lovely. Good place to write poetry. Well, on behalf of everyone not in the San Fernando Valley, I'll express some jealousy, but uh, since I am as well, I... It's only half-hearted, I guess. But uh, but enough about the weather, goddammit. Um, do you have a poem for us? I got a quick one here, and uh, it's called The Nature of Forgiveness. If you are still out there somewhere, still breathing air, and ever think of me again, won't you please forgive me? I was not yet myself in those days of tooth and nail. I was calcified and liquor varnished and couldn't hear your night call for the awful constant clanging in my head. Those were the amber days that spun themselves out like comb honey, crisp with the parchment of telegram, the crack and pop of vinyl, the slanted light that sifted through the smog as we walked along the great Tahunga wash. Your invitation so succinct scared me some, I guess. I could only turn away, undress quick, and come in a beat. I would know to lay a bed of roses now and send bunches of smooth-lipped callas day after sun-swept day. No one thought to tell me I was living then. The wind breathed not a word. It's only now I ring myself into the world each morning and fold myself back into the canopy of every star-glazed night. So, if you are listening, still sentient and breathing, and not yet dead, won't you please forgive me? Wow, CW, that was uh, that was that was extraordinary. Um, I was with you from beginning to end. Great, great images in there. Just uh, really captivating. Well done. Thanks, and I hope people will uh, come out to Borders this month and months to come. Last Saturday of every month, reading starting at six. Sign up and read your own, or read somebody else's, and. Just show up and support all the local poets, including yourself in Southern California. So that's uh, that would be two weeks from yesterday, is that right? Yeah, the twenty seventh Thanksgiving weekend it falls on uh, this month. And it, that reading starts at six o'clock. Is that starts correct? Starts at six. Uh, sign ups at five thirty at the Canoga Park Borders at sixty five ten Canoga Ave. Now, what happens if you want to have dinner? What you know? Do you just not eat that night? No, we not we 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 fast. It's sort of a poetic kind of a. I get know, it. Yeah, you know how that goes. It's just. I do. Kind of I, I I only eat once every three months. Uh, <laughs> I have a certain poetic physique to uh, to maintain. Uh, there's well, actually I, a, a Topps burger right there that has a great veggie burger and air fries. Oh, wow. In fact, I was there. I went there right before the, uh, I think it was the September reading and had a little bite to eat. So we're not really all that ascetic. Uh, we eat, you know, before and after. Fantastic. Yeah. So uh, great to talk to you, and uh, I look forward to your show continuing and hope to see you out there and see you at Cobalt. Definitely, yeah. I will I will certainly be at Cobalt. Uh, we're um uh, out of town Thanksgiving weekend, so I'm not sure we're going to be able to 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 make your reading, but I hope it's a it's a big success. Thanks. I appreciate that. Take it easy. You too. Bye. Bye. That's uh, CW Emerson calling from here in the San Fernando Valley of in Southern California. He he took second place in our in our uh, summer contest which just finished uh, last month. Uh Kind of odd to call it a summer contest when it finishes in October, don't you think? Um, he'll be reading, as he mentioned, and as the previous call I mentioned, uh, on September, uh, sorry, November 27th, the last Saturday of the month, uh, at the 
Borders Bookstore in Canoga Park, California, which I believe is at Victory and Canoga. Uh, so it's right there. Um, check it out. I was just at a reading last night at a Borders, except the one in Sherman Oaks, California, where my friend Brendan Constantine was featured. That was a hoot. Um, the number to call in, again, is 646-716-7362. Uh, next caller. Uh, who have I got on the line? Would that be me, Michael in Birmingham? That's you, Michael. All right. How are you doing? Doing good, thanks. How are you? Um, pretty good, pretty busy. Still doing some writing. Uh, can I read two shorts? Um, you know, why don't we stick with one and we'll see what happens. We've got a bunch of callers on the air and I want to make sure everyone has the chance to read something. All right. Go ahead. No, you go uh, ahead. Past two, uh, Tuesday was my birthday. And according to Isaiah, uh, I put you in the womb. That's real important to me. And my mother's name is Virginia. And this is a psalm. It's a poem, a psalm poem, Davidic, and it's entitled, Who Wouldn't Be Afraid of Virginia's Wolf? The Lord is our shepherd, and in the sun is his designated K-9, 9-9. Yours is Christian, Mama. Yours is a genuine and generous heart, Mama. That is why it is the kind they crave and seek the most. But have no fear, my dear. I will sense any low-life approach and make no doubt about it. He will hypersense any infrared low-life approach. And already by then, thy will be done by God. They will find that they are missing their jugulars, too. Wow. What are they going to do without their jugulars? <laughs> I read that at the museum last Friday. It was well-received. Oh, that's great. It sounds like a piece that would go well in that atmosphere. Um, your voice sounds a little weird. Are you, you, you doing okay over there? What's that again now? Is your your voice sounds a little funky today. Are you doing okay? Yeah, I could. I have the speakerphone on. Perhaps that's it. Might be. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, um, uh, Michael, tell us about the uh, museum uh, reading again, in case anyone is in the Bir- Birmingham called, area. Uh, the B, uh, the BMA Museum, Birmingham Museum of Art. Hello. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, they call the event BMA BMA Speaks. Uh, it's um, the intention there was to bring some spoken word poetry performance art to the visual arts, you know. So about every uh, – we had this one in November. The next one's in February. I've been doing about uh, – this is about the third year. See, they started in February, if I'm not going to say February of 08. And this – so uh, and this about three, four times a year. And, uh, it's open mic. um People sign up it's from 7 to 9 on Friday evening. It's always been on a Friday. The next one sometime in February. I think it's the Friday after Valentine's. Hmm. Well, great. Um, uh, uh, thanks for sharing that with us, the poem, and for letting us know a little bit about that reading. And um, um, thanks for calling. Sure, good speaking with you. You have always. a good week. You too. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you very much. Sure. That was uh, Michael calling from Birmingham, Alabama, another uh, regular here on Poetry Superhighway Live. I just think it's so cool to hear about all the different readings that are going on around the world. You know, I'm really, of course, familiar with the L.A. community, which has so so much going on, but it's, it's really cool to know that if I travel to a particular place and I want to check out a reading, uh, that there there might be something going on. And, and it, to me, just to be able to ask people about that is... Uh, uh, is really cool, um, and I, I, cool for all of us, I think. Especially if you ever consider you want to go on a go on a poetry tour, and and you know know that there are there are places out there where other readings are happen out, happening 
outside of your hometown, all all over the country, all over the world. So uh, very cool. All right, moving on. Again, the number to call in, 646-716-7362. Let's go now to a caller from, huh, hard to say. It looks like a bunch of zeros, 000-0123456. Just speak. If you're on the air, we'll know. Are you speaking to me? Hello? Yes. Hello. Hello. Who am I talking this to? Is a, are you talking to Rain Dog? Oh, hey, how's it going, Rain Dog? I'm talking to you on Skype. That's why it's a weird phone number. That is a weird phone number. One of the weirdest yeah, I've experienced. Mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I can't even imagine how weird it is because I can't see it. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. <laughs> Rain Dog, I should mention, um, is uh, is a local poet here in Southern California, San Pedro, right? Well, actually, Long Beach, but you know. San Pedro oh. works too. It's right next door. Oh well, I gosh, I uh, I am. Um, I'm going to make a note here. Well, you know, I've been in Long Beach for 12 years. Did you used to be in Pedro? But people still think I'm in Pedro. Yeah, yeah. It's well, funny. that's that's. See, it's. Uh, I guess you can leave the the Pedro, but it never leaves you. Pretty much. It's pretty much. It's that stain you just can't get out. My wife and I were just in Long Beach, uh, actually. Speaking really? of Pedro, we um, we went down. Uh, we took our son down to the aquarium, and uh, we went on the rubber duck tour. Have you seen uh-huh. that, that thing going around? Uh, Did you go to the petting zoo? To, we didn't go to the petting zoo. No, uh-huh. I didn't know, didn't know there was a petting zoo. But we had a beer at the uh, the yard or something right on the pier there. I, for, I forget what it was called. But we had a good time. Yeah, that's good. Glad you did. Cool. So, um, so you got a poem for us? I do have a poem for you, and and if it's possible, could I give you a little plug for my new book that just came out? Absolutely. Okay, I'll read the poem, and then I'll do the plug. The poem is actually not in the book. Maybe I should read a poem from the book, but this is uh, this is actually kind of a new, newly reworked poem. So, try to share with you and your folks, your okay. ten listeners. It's called okay. Rebecca. Rebecca. Not even the morning sun rising crimson over central California farmlands could burn the cobwebs from my sleepless brain, nor could the cause of the crows that circled overhead keep me from wishing that you would fall under my spell. I begged them to fly over your house and drop these seeds of love onto your sleeping form and pray that when you awoke, you would be thinking of us and our mad embraces or the way you played me like a cheap guitar as I serenaded your lips in that place between your hips where I had prayed for a sign, for guidance, for anything that would show me the way to your heart. Even now as I zigzag my way between the 5 and old Route 99 back to L.A., I can't help but think about how those crows overhead could be could soon be circling over your rooftop Caw, caw, cawing you awake, and that this crimson sun might be embracing you just as I would if I had the chance. Nice. I love your work, uh, Rain Dog. Um, so, well, thank you, you. How can people uh, get a hold of more stuff from you if they want? Well, they can go to the website, uh, www.lummoxpress, that's L U M M O X P R E S S dot com. Um, I have work there. I also publish uh, poetry, and I have a number of books for sale in the catalog, which is a link on, from that website. And uh, I'm just getting ready to put up the uh, the new, uh, the latest inclusion in the catalog, which is a new book I just put out called E or it's E slash O R, and the subtitle is Living Amongst the Mangled. It's about my experiences with the uh, county health care system. Uh, it's, it's an interesting read. It's poetry and um, blog entries, so it's uh, creative nonfiction. That is interesting. Um, that I've gotten some really good responses from people who have read, you know, my, I have a proof copy. I've been kind of showing around, trying to drum up some business, and uh, so far I've had really positive response off of it. And it's called e or. E or E slash or, either or. It's kind of a 
personal pun. Uh, people have been calling me Eeyore lately, and I said I was actually thinking about creating another poetry persona, so I'd start I'd start sending stuff out as Eeyore. But you that's know. funny because it, it's particularly funny for, to me because my son just started using an Eeyore toothbrush. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure he. I'm gonna. Well, I haven't trained two, Mark I'm, yet, so I think <laughs> he's he's only two, but I'm gonna make him listen to this show uh, afterwards because I think that now there's a connection that he'll find fascinating. Um, I want to uh, also mention that uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, people know that I, I host a weekly reading at the Cobalt Cafe in Canoga Park. And you, under the auspices of Lemix Press, are presenting uh, Yvonne de la Vega um, uh, on November 30th, and I'm very excited about that. Well, it'll be an interesting reading. We had had hoped to have her book out by now, but we've run into some glitches, so uh, she'll probably be reading selections, but we won't have the book for sale yet. But, uh, yeah, we're hoping to put out uh, her book tomorrow, Yvonne, uh, which is a, kind of a compilation of poetry from 25 years of work uh, really good really good poetry um, collection and uh, we just haven't quite been able to pull it together there's been some complications but you know I'm, I'm sure it'll happen well I, I'm but, confident yeah, I'm that hoping her, uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm confident that sorry. her reading will be a big success she's uh, you know she's a draw and, and fascinating to listen to and and look at, and uh, so I'm, I'm sure that uh, it's going to be a great night, she even is though the book is not. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, Rain Dog, I'm, I'm so happy that you called in, um, and and please call in again. And I guess I'm going to see you in about a, a a couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay. And that's what time? What time does your reading start? Starts at nine, and the Cobalt opens at eight thirty. Okay. So don't get there all that early. It's going to be another another late night for me. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all right. Uh, I inherited uh, the the time and all that, so there's nothing I can do about it. And as, as it turns out in life, that's 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 as soon as I can get there as well. So it's right, you know, right. Uh, well, I, I I seem to remember it was a little earlier the last time I was there, but that was when I read there, and that was a long time ago. So. No, it's it's always been nine o'clock since uh, really? I've been hosting okay. for sixteen years, and uh, I I guarantee you that's that's been the start time. Okay. Uh, but cool. All right. Well, All right. well um, um, take it easy, and I'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks for calling in. Sure thing. Thanks for having me. No problem. That's a uh, rain dog calling from Long Beach, California. Though I suspect his heart is still in in Pedro, and he's presenting a poet under Lummox Press. Uh, Tuesday, November 30th at the Cobalt Cafe. Go to poetrysuperhighway.com slash cobalt, and uh, and you can see everything that's going on there. Um, let's see. going to try to quickly get through the rest of the callers that we have. Don't know that we'll get to everyone, but uh, for sure, hello. Caller from the 206 area code. 206, are you there? Hello? Hello. Hello. Who am I talking to? Uh- uh, this is Bruce Bracken. Hey, Bruce. Hi. Um, just a minute. Let me get... I've got a pantomime I want to read to you, and um, <laughs> I can get back to that page. Sorry. That Bruce, where are you calling you. from? I'm calling from Seattle. Seattle. Now, I, Seattle, you know, I, you've been, you've been a, uh, someone who I've seen online for... At least a decade. Uh, um, you were, you know, very early on a participant in Poetry Superhighway stuff, and you know, adding your links to our archive and that kind of thing. And I think this is probably the first time I've, I've spoken to you. Um, I, uh, I was on your show um, over a year ago, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, then clearly I'm wrong, but uh, <laughs> about that part of it. But uh, but I'm right in that you've been uh, you've been around for quite some time doing poetry stuff online. Yes, I have. Cool. So the the piece I would like to read um, today is a pantomime called called Equalization, and it's it goes like this. It sputters a short circuit breath, like half life phosphorus decay. We lobotomized Edison. We only call zombies righteous. Like half-life phosphorus decays, a zip glamour of body bags. 
We only call zombies righteous, then cannibalize the bright-eyed. The zip glamour of body bags, oh, praise the equalization. We cannibalize the bright-eyed to command the red metal strings. Oh, praise the equalization for the mud you impart to us. We command the red metal strings to give us the social magic. For the mud you impart to us, we open our mouths, supplicant, to give us the social magic. We manufacture the dissent. We open our mouths, supplicant, for bread and cheese to fall into. We manufacture the dissent for dull peacocks with cracked lenses. For bread and cheese to fall into, we're left holding Halloween bags. For dull peacocks with cracked lenses, our alpha starlings preen and strut. We're left holding Halloween bags. Oh, praise the equalization. Our alpha starlings preen and strut. Amazing grace for squeaking wheels. Wow, Bruce, uh, that's great. Um, Pan Tomb, that's a fun uh, poetry form. Uh, thanks for sharing it, that. It is. I've been experimenting with the form for the past five years, and it's it's quite a challenge. It's um, as you you probably know, it uh, dates back to uh, India uh, at at the earliest uh, the eighteenth the nineteenth century, uh, and and it I believe it originates in the Malayalam language. Oh. Um, yeah, I didn't know that history of, of the Pantum. I know that um, at the readings I attend in L.A., um, frequently that's a form I hear a lot, um, and it's just interesting the way the lines repeat in different ways. And it's you know um, I can imagine it's kind of a uh, uh, you know it's not quite as easy as writing free verse trying to trying to get that all together. So um, very cool. Do you have a website or anything you want to plug? Um, well, I. I do have a website where you can find MP3s of my uh, um, of my poetry at reverbnation.com/slash/bruce-v-bracken. Hmm. I vaguely recall that your your website used to be called Bruce V. Bracken's Poetry Thing. Is that am I making that up or is that correct? Um, well, I used to have a site called Bruce V. Bracken's Poetry Thing, but it um, Something with to do with the side angel fire. They kind of that kind of went fire. Uh, how I went with uh, GeoCities. I had a, my own domain name, which, which is uh, now defunct. Um, but m- mostly, I deal. Um, I work out of uh, ReverbNation.com. I also have some videos on YouTube of my performances. Some of my oh, cool! So people can just type in your name, and they'll they'll come up with some stuff. Uh, yeah, it's uh, last name is Bracken, B-R-E-C-K-E-N, uh, Bruce, like Springsteen. And <laughs> Only in the name spelling, I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool, Bruce. Well, thanks so much for for calling in. Good to hear your voice, and and uh, and continued success to you. Well, thank you for having me on. My pleasure. That was uh, Bruce V. Bracken calling from uh, Seattle, Washington. Well, I've only got uh, a, a minute uh, or two left in the show here, so um, unfortunately I don't think I'm going to be able to get to the uh, the other two callers on the line, so my apologies to uh, to the uh, 631 area code and to the 111 area code, if that is your real area code, but uh, we're just uh, basically out of time at this point. Uh, to uh, don't have enough time to get, to get you on the air and read a poem, but Please do call in. The earlier you call in in the show, the more likely you're you're uh, likely to get on. Our next show will be next month, December 12th at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. I guess that's uh, 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. And uh, if you live in another part of the world, uh, you'll have to do the math uh, because that's as much as my contract allows me to do. Um, so we will uh, again be uh, on the air and accepting your uh, your uh, calls to to read your poems. I want to thank everyone who called in. Um, uh, Nick from Syracuse, New York. David from Newark, New Jersey. Nicole from Columbus, Ohio. Noreen Ann Jenkins from Lake Wells, Florida. John 
Epstein from Calabasas, California, C.W. Emerson from here in the San Fernando Valley, Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, uh, Rain Dog calling from Long Beach, and uh, and and we just heard from Bruce Bruce Bracken in Seattle, all over the country uh, tonight. Very very cool. And I say tonight, even though it's only three in the afternoon here. I hope you'll forgive me. Um, check out our website, PoetrySuperHighway.com, where uh, we accept your submissions for online publication. I put two poets online every week. Just go there, get to the Poetry Superhighway section, and click on Submission Guidelines, and I'd, I'd love to see what you what you have. So do check us out next week, uh, sorry, next month, December 12th. And uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Have a lovely rest of your day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.